Hey y'all, it's Dana from Financially Compliance Solutions and let's talk financial aid. Thank you for joining in today's show. I wanted to uh, share in today's show the uh, some tips on uh, increasing institutions cash flow and also uh, some updates from the USDE. As uh, most of us know in the financial aid world, last week, October 1st, uh, was the release of the 2021-2022 FAFSA. And I'm happy to say that the PDF version is uh, also available to access. And I highly recommend that uh, for prospective students, they review the PDF form uh, to familiarize themselves with the questions that are being asked so that uh, they're able to um, process their application with the least amount of mistakes as possible uh, so that there isn't a holdup in processing the um, actual uh, aid from the application when the time comes and the programs released from the USDE for us to be able to start processing those um, awards. So that's my first tip actually is to make sure that um, you have uh, available or made available the link, the PDF link to the 2021-2022 FAFSA for your students um, to again familiarize themselves with the questions that are being asked. And um, also it's a good idea for those students that may have not already completed the 2020-2021 FAFSA for them also to do the same. Um, because at this point in time, if there are a student um, in, in the 2020-2021 award year, which is our current award year, and they're also going to be crossing over into the 2021-2022 award year, um, the best thing to do is, is make sure that the FAFSAs are completed um, so that they are able to access all of the aid that is available to them. and. Uh, most of uh, what I try to do is is to teach my clients uh, to access the most free aid uh, available to the students prior to accessing loan aid. Um, because as we know, with loan aid, that carries debt. And uh, debt also can affect the institution by the cohort default rate. Uh, so that is why I um, focus on the free aid aspect. And in my research, I actually um, became aware from uh, the US News, um, the education section that they have. I uh, subscribed to it recently. And um, one thing that I was not familiar with and maybe other of y'all that are listening are familiar with is that um, along with the FAFSA, um, there is a CSS profile that can be completed uh, for college financial aid and uh, there is um, some information and I'm going to post the link to the article um, that I uh, am using as a resource today uh, to my LinkedIn um, page so that um, after the podcast you'll be able to access this as well and read it on your own. Um, but it was uh, provided as information um, by a reporter for U.S. News by the name of Emma Kerr. And uh, it was actually posted on October 1st. 
the release of the 2021-2022 FAFSA. And uh, the CSS profile is an application for college financial aid required by about 200 graduate institute, undergraduate institutions, I should say. And completing the SS, CSS profile, short for the College Scholarship Service Profile, can be arduous, experts say. It's long, it's detailed, and there's a cost to it, uh, says Andy Hodge, Vice President of Placement and Analytics at SEEDS. Access changes everything. A nonprofit in New Jersey that prepares low income students for admission to private colleges. But filling out the form administered and maintained by the College Board opens the door to non federal scholarships and other kinds of institutional aid that can make a big difference when it comes time to pay for college. So that's just a little excerpt from the article, um, but I read through the article and I've also there's links to it regarding scholarships and as y'all know if you're a listener of mine or follower um, I am a huge advocate for scholarships and uh, in fact today uh, or I shouldn't say today it was the other day I was um, at the grocery store and I ran into a couple of girls because where I live um, I'm right next door to the University of New Hampshire and uh, I just noticed that they had been shopping as well. And so I wanted to ask them um, if they were giving opportunities uh, with regards to scholarships when they applied to school. And uh, there were three girls and out of the three, only one would talk to me, which is fine. And uh, she basically was um, forthcoming and saying that she was a freshman and that um, she actually did not complete any scholarship opportunities uh, and she didn't specify whether or not they were provided to her um, but what she did mention was is that she is in the liberal arts program and that um, she knows that going forward after her freshman year there are scholarships that are available for her to apply for and that she does intend on utilizing that now i have in the past also talked to other students and um, again, there's a range of scholarships out there and uh, some folks, um, and I'm just going to put it out there, there is um, a, a couple of family members of mine um, who uh, were childhood cancer survivors. Uh, they were diagnosed with uh, different forms of cancer at very young ages. Uh, they survived they've thrived and I have one that is a respiratory therapist um, in Delaware and I have another um, family member that is actually in the process of going to college and uh, there were some scholarship opportunities that um, were available to them um, to be able to take advantage of um, in meaning that they were able to apply for them um, but it was all because of them being cancer survivors and uh, both of them declined the opportunity to do so and uh, part of it I believe was because of the fact that they felt that they were taking advantage of the situation um, because it was focusing on them as having cancer and so I just want to put it out there that while I admire 
their decision and I'm not trying to judge the decisions that they've made. I just want to again reiterate that there are opportunities out there for folks to um, access um, scholarships and again scholarships are free money. So instead of incurring a lot of student loan debt, again looking for these um, avenues that are available to you in obtaining free money is something that I would encourage and will continue to encourage and provide these opportunities um, on my social media um, pages so that um, I make them available to everyone. And uh, I just, you know, you're not guaranteed to win the scholarships, but again, you can't play the game of obtaining a scholarship without applying. So we'll uh, always encourage about that uh, with regards to applying for scholarships. So um, the CSS profile, again, um, that was something that was new to me and I just wanted to um, alert everyone that um, that is an opportunity that um, you can also offer to your students. And the article actually also provides a list of um, some of the schools that are or that accept or require the CSS profile. And um, the article also goes on to mention that even though there is a charge, now the FAFSA is free. Just want to preface that we all know it's free application uh, for federal uh, student aid. But I wanted to also just put out there that. Um, for those students that may be filling out the CSS profile, um, and if you cannot afford, I believe it was um, a fee of, I think it was like $25, but I could be wrong. Um, but the fee can be covered um, with uh, another um, grant, if you will, um, that is available. So just uh, again, utilize that information uh, so that the um, opportunity that's available to you, you take advantage of and provide to your students as well. And the other um, information uh, that I wanted to provide today was that um, last week I noticed that um, also there was a release um, of the cohort default rates. And um, I believe that the um, information that was provided was actually really uplifting um, because since it's been instituted, the rate actually had gone down across the board. So I thought that that was um, some good information. And uh, if you are not members of NASFA, the National Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators, um, I would I would encourage that y'all become um, members if you can um, so that you can access the information but I do know that they also provide their um, news articles on LinkedIn so you can access through LinkedIn as well just by following their page you can also um, follow their information too they have Twitter a Twitter page as well so follow that um, Twitter um, feed as well and uh, the information that they have in that article um, again is valuable for those 
individuals or institutions that are um, affected by the cohort default rate. I know that it doesn't affect all institutions because I believe the four-year colleges are still exempt from that. So it's more of the career and technical institutes that have to worry about it. Um, but the good news is that that rate went down. So that's exciting. And uh, so keep up the good work there. And with um, the other update that I had um, that just recently came through and I actually posted as well on my LinkedIn page is if you don't know already, FSA conference, the annual conference that's normally held um, either in Georgia, um, down in Atlanta, or it's also been held, I think the last time it was held, it was in Reno, Nevada. Um, the, it's going online and it's virtual and registration has opened up. So you're gonna wanna make sure that you register as soon as possible um, to attend. It's the first um, four days of December. So it's December 1st through the 4th. And um, I've actually already registered and um, you go in and you just pick the classes that you wanna you know, take. And so they are going online this year and uh, again you're going to want to sign up for it so um, go to IFAP and uh, you can get your information there you can uh, for under conferences um, you can also find the information through I think it was FSA but let me just double check that it was fsaconferences.ed.gov that is the link and uh can go in and um, again registration is open so and it's free and I highly recommend that you um, go ahead and register for that uh, because the information is very valuable and the classes that they're offering this year are phenomenal so um, just wanted to pass along that information as well and as always, I want to thank you for joining me today um, and getting the most um, that you can for your students as far as sharing information with the free aid. And I will be sure to uh, post the link, as I stated, from the U.S. News um, Education for that CSS profile. And again, it's got all kinds of information with scholarships list of institutions. And lastly, I wanted to also just let you know that um, soon I will be opening up registration for my program uh, that I have been working on for the past six months on how to uh, teach institutions and their staff members. So not teach institutions, that, that's not right. <laughs> how to teach school owners and their staff members of institutions on how to um, increase their cash flow and also um, by obtaining the most free aid for um, your students. And uh, it's going to provide um, information on using today's technology on attracting prospective students and also um, being able to free up time um, for your staff members to provide a great experience for your students. Not that you're not providing it now, but just to, um, in these times that have been kind of difficult connecting with students because you can't do the one-on-one -on -one, um, as much 
uh, across the country as we used to be able to, you're able to now um, utilize technology that is uh, really valuable. And so again, I've been spending the last six months getting trained on all this and trying to put a program together. And so I'll be releasing um, the information and the, how to register for that program. And it will be held on October 29th at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So be looking for that information and uh, that will be posted across social media and also on our, um, my YouTube channel. So thank you again for joining me. Um, I am more than grateful to have y'all um, listening, following, and supporting this podcast as um, I am wanting to help serve uh, the college and higher education sector and um, with as much information as possible um, to help our students be able to get not only quality education, but as much free money as possible, help institutions increase cash flow, and also um, just have a great experience in the higher ed world. So thank you again. And uh, before closing, I can't help but mention that um, to those uh, individuals living down south in Louisiana um, that have Delta, um, Hurricane Delta bearing down on you, thoughts and prayers go out to y'all. And uh, we're working on um, ways to help y'all out as best as possible. Um, but I know this has been a really tough year for y'all. And um, my heart really goes out to you, as well as to all those individuals that have been dealing with the aftermath of the wildfires out west and uh, dealing with flooding and the hurricanes in the Gulf and the Gulf Coast. And uh, so I just hope everybody takes care. And I'm thinking of you. And thank you again. And we'll be talking soon. Have a great weekend.